Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 91 of our trek. Yesterday we finished exploring the trail of our 10 waypoints on making wise decisions. For the next few days we will consider what it means to hike with a limp. We are recording our podcast from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. I spent Saturday working on our formal dining room, stripping the old varnish off of the woodwork, which is a lot of wood as there is quarter sawn oak wainscoting about one quarter of the way up, as well as the doors, windows, and two building cabinets. In other rooms that I have already completed, I used paint and varnish remover, which is quite caustic and messy. For this room, I've decided to try a different tactic and use Scotch-Brite pan scrubbers and mineral spirits. While it does not strip quite as clean down to the bare wood, it did do a good job of removing the varnish without as much mess, cleanup, and toxic fumes. Seems like with each room that I work on, I come up with some slight way of improving the process. With the size of the house and the renovations I still have left to do, I still have many opportunities for improving this process. As with all skills that we possess, if we continue to learn and practice, we can improve our craft. This is part of the refining process. And it's time now to head out on our trek for today. And as we climb a steep and very rugged trail, I want you to think about how difficult it would be if we were to hike this recovering from a broken hip or hip replacement. I have a few friends that have gone through this painful surgery and recovery, some even within our Wisdom Trek team that travels with us each day. And while I haven't personally experienced hip issues, from my understanding, it leaves many with a permanent limp and a pain that never fully goes away. Now all of us go through our trials and tribulations in life that can leave us with a limp that affects us throughout our lives. This can be a very humbling and refining process for us. From a figurative standpoint, ask yourself, what has caused me to limp and what have I learned from it? Has this situation changed who I am? There is a saying that I've heard that we should never trust a leader who doesn't walk with a limp. Now the saying originates from the story at the start of the nation of Israel as recorded in the Bible in the book of Genesis, chapter 32, verse 22 through 32, where Jacob, the grandson of Abraham, the son of Isaac, wrestles with God. And this is the story. During the night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two servant wives, and his eleven sons and crossed the Jabbok River with them. After taking them to the other side, he sent over all of his possessions. This left Jacob all alone in the camp, and a man came and wrestled with him until the dawn began to break. When the man saw that he could not win this match, he touched Jacob's hip and wrenched it out of the socket. Then the man said, Let me go, for the dawn is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. What is your name? the man asked. He replied, Jacob. Your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on you will be called Israel, for you have fought with God and with men and have won. Please tell me your name, Jacob said. Why do you want to know my name? The man replied, Then he blessed Jacob there. And Jacob called the place Peniel, which means face of God. For he said, I have seen God face to face, yet my life has been spared. The sun was rising as Jacob left Peniel, and he was limping because of his injury to his hip. Even today the people of Israel don't eat the tendon near the hip socket because of what happened that night when a man strained the tendon of Jacob's hip. What we see at the end of Jacob's all-night struggle, God touched the socket of his hip and damaged it so that from that time forward, Jacob always walked with a limp. This encounter with God changed him in other ways too. He got a new name. He moved on to a new phase in his life and was now fit to lead a new nation 
that exists to this very day. There is a remarkable quality that can come from the lives of people after they have wrestled with God or with life's issues and the resulting limp is a sign to themselves and to others that God has humbled them. Now we have some pithy little statements that we like to throw around, like when life sends you lemons, make lemonade. It makes tough times seem so easy. But life isn't so simple, as you know, and lightweight phrases do little to recognize the challenges that we actually wrestle with. Now, I was personally on the wrestling team in high school, and I understand firsthand how strenuous and difficult physical wrestling can be. It requires a lot of discipline, sacrifice, for we're burning off fat and promoting muscle growth to gain the strength and the focus which is required to become refined enough to be victorious. And I have to say, Paula and I have had to wrestle with some of life's issues also, in the form of a business loss, financial downturns at times, death of loved ones who were very close to us, and moving for work purposes, and these are things that we had never have chosen for ourselves. All of these experiences and others have been a refining fire in our lives to burn off that which was impure so that the fine gold could become evident. And we realize that there may be other times of such trials in our future. Now all of us experience seasons of wrestling and testing, discipline and sifting, such as described in the book of Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 through 13, which we'll look at tomorrow. We may wrestle with health issues, financial stress, depression, relational difficulties, brokenness, failure, loss, grief, and desert-type seasons in our lives and on our spiritual journey. If we don't anticipate and expect them, we will be surprised and confused when they come. For the next few days, we'll travel on some key trails as we prepare ourselves for these types of seasons of our lives. And the first trail that we'll look at today is Perspective is Everything. A perspective of places of sickness, pain, and challenges in our life probably needs some thought. We would be well served if we take some time to develop healthy theology around pain and the hard things of life as a Christ follower. As John Wibner frequently said, if our theology doesn't work in real life, then we really need to rethink our theology. When we experience difficult seasons, it doesn't mean that God isn't present or has stopped loving us. It doesn't necessarily mean that we even lack faith or have brought this upon ourselves through doing something that was wrong. Following Jesus doesn't exclude us from encountering pain and challenges in our lives. In fact, we are told in scriptures to expect it. A robust theology equips us with the knowledge and expectations that when pain comes, God walks us through it. These difficult realities are part of life. In the now, and that which we haven't fully experienced, is God's kingdom and of God's commitment to us as children so we may grow up into Him. Our perspective is important because it affects how we respond to the hard things of life. When we see these seasons as a reminder of God's lordship and loving activity in our lives, it can lead to greater intimacy with Him, or will we see them as evidence of His absence and lack of love which leads to bitterness, fear, and isolation from Him and others? C.S. Lewis reminds us that God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks in our conscience, and shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Pain and suffering can help put things in perspective, value what is truly valuable, and be a transformative tool in God's hands. We have barely scratched the surface of our trek that we've embarked on today, but that is the end of the trail for today. So come along with us on our hike tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. Tomorrow we'll learn how to prepare for hiking with a limp while we build on today's trek, realizing that we are not alone. Well, that'll finish our podcast for today. If you've missed any of the previous podcasts, please check out Wisdom Trek at iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, YouTube, or on wisdom-trek.com. 
If you enjoy these daily doses of wisdom, these little nuggets that we consume, I encourage each of you to take the time to invest in yourself in the following three ways. First, invest with your time in improving Wisdom Trek by leaving your name, email address, and comment on the website so we can provide you with wisdom and insight that best fits your needs. Second, invest in yourself by listening to the seven minutes of wisdom through Wisdom Trek each day. And third, invest in the lives of others by sharing with your family and friends, either in person or online, to journey with us on our Wisdom Trek. The journal for today's podcast can be found at wisdom-trek.com, where we also have pictures, tweetable quotes, wisdom nuggets, and free resources. Thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journals each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.